Hi. I'm Bran, and I love Hallmark Christmas movies. Hey, I'm Panda, and I like Hallmark Christmas movies. I'm Dan, and I despise Hallmark Christmas movies, and this is the Deck the Hallmark Podcast. We did it, boys. Wow, we boys. did it. Man. It is a big, big, big day. This is the day that we've been training for a, since July. A quick Dan. four months ago, we did two preview <laughs> episodes that turned into 14. Guys, it all started with a dream, I believe, last April. Mm-hmm. I was driving down the road, and I said, I just want to watch Hallmark Christmas movies with my friends. That's right. And I said, I'll trick now, them. Now, we've yet to watch one together. That's true. But we do talk but about in them. in a sense, yeah. we do. The next thing you know, there was a group text thread, and then And then here we here are. We and are. Those, those text threads will one day be in a museum somewhere. somewhere. That's right. A podcast. Right. A podcast yes. museum. Which I can't wait when no, that no, opens. It's going to be great. There's going to yeah. be cereal. Like, uh, there's going to be And printed out big text ones. threads. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm most excited about. It's going to be great. It's going to be famous. Well, it's the one podcast you knew cereal? Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be like when, when uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, Adnan? Uh, yeah, Adnan. When, when yeah. Adnan finally gets out of prison, That's right. if he does. It's the best buy call. That's the thing. Hey, we're, we're, we're cheering for you, Adnan. Uh, I don't know. I don't I know if did. I am. I'm still on the yeah. fence there. Um, we might not be. But anyways, hey, let's Merry get Christmas, let, everybody. Let's get Mary and Bright from cereal. <laughs> it is the it is our first um, real episode. Real episode mm. where we are reviewing a movie that came out yesterday. Wow, this is amazing. Mm. This feels unbelievable. Great. We have. Let me let me. Can I set the scene? Please set do. the scene, we have, Brian. We have Hallmark Channel on right now behind us, so that we can kind of look over and just get a little merry cherry, merry merry cheery. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And we've got we've got some homemade hot chocolate we and have mugs. That. All three of us. And have I will the say mugs. that this hot cocoa is delightful. Yeah, it's exceptional. Um, My sweet wife. Yeah, and she, and with with marshmallows. She said, I'm, "She said I'm going to bed." And I said, "No, you're not." <laughs> You're, you're not going to edit that out, are you? No. Okay. <laughs> I love you. Um, today's a really big day. We're talking about Christmas at Pemberley Manor. But before we do, a couple of things. Guys, we did it. We we had something called 100 by Halloween. We crushed it. And we crushed it. Yep. We are not even to Halloween. We've got three days before Halloween. Three days till. And we've got 110. 12. 112 wow. reviews. They're just, just coming updated. In. Just coming in as we well, speak. Oh, we've got an update from uh, Johnny iTunes. Try 112. <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. See you next time. Yeah. Um, uh, which is why we're starting our new promotion, Thousand by Thanksgiving. Yes. <laughs> no, well, no, it, can, no, but no, can no. I say this? When we threw this out there, I think we had 70 reviews. And within like three days, it went up to 90. Yeah. When we threw out the idea. So I don't know. Maybe we should say Thousand by Thanksgiving because well, these crazy people will probably do it. I love it. But before, before we do that, the best two reviews That's by right. Halloween get a That's free exactly shirt. exactly right. So you no. still got a couple, a few more days. Um, by our next episode, we will have our two winners in hand. We'll read them li- those reviews live on the air oh, for, yo, you, Big for you to sink your teeth into. Now, yep. this weekend uh, is a nice nice weekend to kind of get into. Mm, just start one slow one, just one yeah, movie. That's right. And we can kind of we can kind of get there. And if maybe you missed it, and you're like, I don't even know what channel the Hallmark channel's on. We'll get Sling TV. Mm. Uh, it'll cost you thirty bucks a month, two months. 
because that's all you 60 need. Bucks. Sixty bucks. Sixty bucks. You'll be able to watch all these movies. You can get. To, there's a little DVR. I think it's like a thirty hours of DVR. Um, and, and that's uh, for. And you get both Hallmark. Channels. Get both Hallmark channels. So Now's the you, time to do it. If you're going to do that, guys, I would say right now is the time yeah. because you get all. You have thirty six movies left. You can find the Christmas at Pemberley Manor, which we just watched. It'll probably air again. It, it was airing only. again on Friday at eight. O'clock, well, there you uh, go. Six o'clock. I Thank think. you. Yeah. That's what Johnny, I'm here for. Johnny Hallmark. <laughs> uh, is it Johnny Everybody? Is yeah, that the bit? Johnny. Okay. Um, but you, now's the time to get it. Yep. Yeah. And you just go to uh, sling.com slash deck the Hallmark. Perfect. Perfect. $60. That's less than a, a, uh, $2 a movie. Yeah. You can't beat that. You can't it's, go to the theater. It's, a, that it's less than a, it's a dollar a day. It's a, a dollar, dollar a day, day to watch a all the Hallmark movies. A dollar a day keeps uh, saying a. At, in a sleigh, Santa in a sleigh. Yeah. A dollar day. <laughs> it was actually really good. It just took you a while to get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I liked it. By mm-hmm. next, by next week, we'll really be chugging along. Mm-hmm. Whatever <laughs> you can do to help out the podcast, whether that is rate and review, look us up on the Instagram, buy the Twitter, shirts on the buy Etsy's. shirts on the Etsy. You can There's find some links in our, in our bios on the social medias. It's easy peasy. Mm, fun time. I, I got to be honest. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to make it through. We'll get to that in a second, but. This first one, I'm, I'm glad we're and off can and can I say this? Uh, this is uh, just a just a plug for the new uh, Countdown to Christmas app. I mm. downloaded it. Mm-hmm. You Probably can keep too. a checklist of all the movies, and so I think you guys should do that. It's Wa- really rewarding watch, when you hit the... It is. I watched the movie last night. I went into the app, and I said, I've watched it, and it turned green, and it was like, you did it. And I was like, thank you. <laughs> I told my wife I'm going to end up having to download that dumb app because I'm going to forget to record these movies if I don't. Well. But thanks. as of now, I've not downloaded it. Thank you, Hallmarks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, guys, I think that's I think that's everything. You are we going to dive into our first I think movie? We, I think we are going to this dive into it. Here wow. we go. Here we go. History. This is the this is the audio that will be playing on loop at the podcast at the museum. podcast museum <laughs> podcast hall of fame. If you're listening right now at the podcast museum, like in 2050, hey, hey, um, hey. Johnny iTunes says hello. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Christmas in Pember- at P- Pemberley Manor. Good, no, no editing needed there. Christmas at Pemberley Manor uh, originally aired on October twenty seventh, two thousand eighteen, and I want a little something like this. Our movie begins with a party planner, Elizabeth, hard at work trying to appease her over-the-top mean boss. Uh, we find out two minutes in that Elizabeth still writes letters to Santa, and if you think that's an unimportant plot point, you're going to be in for a big surprise. Uh, she's heading uh, to her first big Christmas festival that she's kind of in charge of, uh, thanks to a childhood friend named George who asked specifically for her. George is almost certainly too young to be a mayor, but he's already been a lawyer, so yellow. Uh, George and Elizabeth went on one date, but she uh, just wanted to be friends, so maybe this week will be uh, his chance at redemption. We then meet William Darcy, uh, a big business boy who's all business and hates Christmas. Uh, He's in town because he's selling a manor that is on uncle-owned, and he sends his new assistant, Travis, to get coffee. Uh, and Travis, taking life way too seriously, <laughs> cuts in front of Elizabeth to get it. And she's like, nah, nah. And she goes and gives William a talking to. Like, don't be mean to Travis. Uh, and, sh- and, and and that's that's kind of like, well, okay, well, that's that's fun. But guess what? Not the last of them. Uh, thanks to a water main break into town square, they need to move the festival. So they go to Pemberley Manor to ask if they can use it. And that's when Elizabeth realizes that the guy that she gave a talking to is the guy that she needs permission from, William. 
After some convincing, he agrees to let them use the space. And Elizabeth and William begin to hang out, putting up Christmas trees and making Christmas cookies. Literally any Christmas thing you can think of, they do it. Uh, a photographer takes a picture of them and publishes it, which is bad on a couple of fronts. One, he doesn't like to be public with his charitable work. Mm. And two, um, the article didn't give... Elizabeth is boss credit and she gets super angry about that. So she comes down to the town and basically takes over the project. And it's at that point that George opens up to William and says, Hey, I still like her. And I think I'm going to ask her out. And William says, go for it. Like a moron. Uh, Elizabeth's boss sends her home and says, I got this. Uh, and William signs the sale of the house. The new owner of the house shuts down the festival and Elizabeth is like over my dead Christmas love and body. So she hatches up a plan. She figures out that Pemberley Manor is still technically William's until his board signs off on the sale. And so they go and they get the property ready for the big Christmas Eve festival extravaganza. William, thanks to some shenanigans by his assistant, decides to head back to Pemberley to tell Elizabeth how he feels, but uh uh-oh, a solid 10 feet of snow dumps on top of the car all at once (laughs) uh, when all of a sudden um, this guy comes out of the woods. He's the dude that's been playing Santa at the festival. He walks out of the woods and he's like, yo, I'm actually really Santa Claus. I'm going to fly you to the festival. And so they just show up. Um, I'm not kidding you. That happened. Um, They show up. uh, Elizabeth and William Kiss, and ho, 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 Merry Christmas. That was Christmas at Pemberley Manor. Yes, it was. Every bit of it. Guys. Wow. Man, Dan? Yeah, Brian? How are you feeling, bud? I'm feeling like I'm already, I'm just in deep. I'm in really deep. (laughs) Panda, Um, how you feeling? I'm feeling good. It was, I'm feeling good. Okay. I want to say this before we dive into our our four segments. I want to say this. This was a a really great kickoff. It really said Christmas is here. I I thought we may ease it. It is October after all. I thought we may ease into this bad boy. No, no, no. no. We had snow and Santa and festivals. and Like a legit Santa. It was a real Santa Santa. Claus. That is it. Unbelievable. Mm. Um, For those of you that are joining us for the very first time, hi. It's great to to be listened to by you. Uh, We have four segments here on the show. um, and we're going to go through these segments, and we hope that you will join us in going mm, on. Come going along. Through. Come on. The very first segment is Hot Take. It's hot very take. simple. We simply share how we felt about the movie. Our hot takes. Yeah. Uh, so let's start with you, Panda. How did sure. you, you feel about this hey, movie? Hey, Hot Take, Brian. I, I, I liked it. It was yeah. a strong outing. It was a great way to get the Christmas juices flowing, everybody. I, I loved it. I, I uh, thought it was really good overall. Yes. Really solid. Um, I'll go. I, I, I love this movie. I thought it was really fun. I thought it was very Christmassy. Everything that I was wanting out of the fall harvest movies as far as seasonal mm-hmm. fun, mm. I got in this very first countdown to Christmas Let movie. me ask you a question. Do you yeah. think we like this movie more, brand because we have just coming off of the fall films? Yeah. Because those were not Also, yeah, yeah. you've not been inundated with snow in Christmas movies. And so you were just... This is a, this this movie packs a Christmas wallop. Yes. I will, all I, will, I will say it's it was, it was yeah. so over-the-top Christmas. Christmassy that I think it covered up a multitude of sins like they're, <laughs> like like fake lot. snow on the ground yeah yeah, yeah 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 and we'll get we'll to get, it yeah. um, but the the amount of Christmas cheer in this movie makes up for all of the things that are really bad about this movie and there's a lot of things there's there's stuff um, to pick so I, I'm a big fan but I also know like I I. I was a fully aware while I was watching it. This is dumb. This yes. is well, this yeah. is this is silly. 
but I I couldn't help myself. I was very excited. Up in I'm pretty confident that Dan's going to like this one. Now. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> you feel like that first one out of the gate, I'm going to like it, and then it becomes a different podcast. The next like, I, I feel like if you like this one, we would just stop. Like, we would just <laughs> shut it down. What's the point Everybody would be like, okay. Hey, and, there's a scene in this movie uh, where... Uh, I love it when he does this. There's a scene in this movie where Elizabeth and... Um, Darcy have worked together to bring the festival to life and there are lights everywhere and children running around and playing and they flip an abnormally large switch (laughs) and they light a Christmas tree and everyone claps and I was like wow this movie really flew by and then I looked and we were not even halfway done (laughs) we were not even halfway done with this movie that seemed to go on at a level that I cannot possibly keep up with. Uh, this movie got started fast. Yes, it did. Mm-hmm. It got started really... I didn't know what they were going to do for the last hour aside from walking around and holding bags. And I will say this. At one point, caretaker Chris, turns out to be Santa Claus, yeah. says, the things that you love are never far away. I patently disagree because I loved this movie being over and it was still a long way from happening. And so... Uh, for me, the movie was really bad, and halfway through, I looked at my wife and I said, "I'm not gonna be able to do it. I'm not gonna be able to keep. I'm not gonna be able to watch 36 more of these." Um, and so, I, I really was fairly depressed on a Saturday night. It was it was bad uh, on top of bad, and I just there was no end in sight. And if any, if the movies last this long the whole time, I'm gonna go insane by the time, by the time it's done with. Cool man, hot take. Right on. Yep. Um, we we asked last night after the movie aired for uh, you guys to call in, and you can do that after any of these movies. You simply call eight six four four zero six nine seven three three. Leave a voicemail. You don't have to talk to anyone. Frankly, we don't want to talk to you. <laughs> well, that's not exactly. I'm just fair. saying I yeah. was probably asleep. Yeah, that's like fair. You, it, no, no, it that's shuts fair. off, post yeah. a thing, and but then I go. If you were to call people, me in the middle of the night, I'd answer. I think some people say, are hey. a little bit wary of calling in. I yeah. get that completely. It is a random number. We really are just want to hear the hot takes. Yeah. I promise you that. And we had look. I, I do feel like Kathy Ortego from from the Facebook needs a shout out. She sent a picture of where she was watching the the, mm-hmm. the movie from, and the mo- the picture of her living room with the TV in the center looked. Like a hallmark, just cr- yeah. yes, as yeah. Christmassy as yeah. it could possibly be. So God bless you, Kathy. There were a lot of written hot takes that we really oh do appreciate, goodness. and there were great calls, a ton of them. We only time for one, right? But there was that's a, exactly there right. was a ton of really good ones. And so, uh, and so, I'm going to kick it to this this one, and then we'll we'll talk about it for just a second. Uh, but 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 here but here it comes. Hey, this is John from Trenton, New Jersey. Um, I thought Chris Timberley Manor was okay. Uh, I have a lot of the things that I think are super cheesy and that I love about Hallmark Christmas movies, but also, like, a lot of the silly stuff that makes them really easy to make fun of. Like, they seem to hit on all the little holiday moments that kind of give people, like, the Christmas feels. You know, there was cookie decorating and tree trimming and horse-drawn carriage rides and a small-town festival and everyone was caroling. But then there was also, like, green grass covered in snow and people dressed for a snowstorm in light coats without hats or gloves or scarves that actually touched their necks. Uh, but, you know, it was okay because the snow was digital. <laughs> and I also didn't really understand why there were so many parallels to Pride and Prejudice, except ones that actually mattered. Like, like it didn't seem to follow any of the book's plot or characterizations or themes, but they all had the same names, including the estate of Pemberley Manor. It was just really weird. So I think they kind of went like over the top Christmassy for the first movie of the year and kind of threw everything at it, but it only ended up like meh for me. 
Although Meredith from the Lindsay Lohan Parent Trap needs to be in a lot more homework movies, like a lot. Well, there you go. Wow. wow. And I will say this. Let's just go ahead and address this since John brought it up. Um, it is very weird that this movie has so many parallels to Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen without even for a second trying to be anything like the book at all. I, and I don't understand that. And here's the other thing I don't understand. There's actually a Pride and Prejudice and mistletoe, mistletoe movie, movie coming out. Which, from like, what I understand, will be more of a of a, a thing. But we read the synopsis, and it had nothing to do with maybe, the, the maybe Jane I'm Austen wrong. novel. What is, does Hallmark like, actually read the Jane Austen novels? But here's the thing is, if this movie was called Pride and Prejudice and Mistletoe, it would actually go up a little bit in my book. Because... At least you just matched it, right? At least we have Darcy and Elizabeth Bennet and George. Yeah. And, and and we have a name that matches it. I mean, like, this is borderline copyright infringement at this point, right? Like, what? I just, why? Yeah, I, I don't know what the what the names added. The, Nothing. It, this is a, a, a network that doesn't use England, like refuses when they do these princess movies where everyone speaks British accents. They take They make fake... Country names like Winsher and San Sanova. But when it comes to this, a modern day Christmas tale, you, you could literally have named any of those things anything. It wouldn't have mattered. And you went with Bennett, Darcy, George, Pemberley Manor. I don't understand it for the life of me. I, it was, it left me so inquisitive at, at the end of the movie. Not only do I not get it, I also just don't care. Yeah, well, <laughs> I just don't care. You would, if uh, be honest, if no one had brought it up, you would not have known that it was a absolutely a parallel. Not. You would absolutely not. Yeah, no. You probably would. You have known about it, like if, if would you have known that it was a lot of Jane Austen stuff yeah, was yeah. in there? Okay, yeah. It just is one of those things where I just kept going. I mean, look, Mrs. Monteith was my British lit teacher in high school. Hi, Miss Monteith. Hey, hey if, girl. If, if you're listening, uh, and. She really loved Pride and Prejudice. She loved the Colin Firth movie. She loved the whole bit. Sure, yeah. And I did not read the book. I'm sorry, Miss Monteith, but I remember having to learn about it in her class. And so that in and of itself, like, I remembered that when I was watching this movie, and it was to my detriment because I just kept going, what, What's the point? Why yeah, are we and doing that was this? my issue. Why are we well. doing this right now? It, it just, it, that was ridiculous to me. It's yeah, time really for all the feels uh, <laughs> where we talk about the things that gave us those Christmas feels. There's a lot to choose from here um, because it was such a, like, just a throw up of. Of Christmas, uh, and so I'm going to give it to my good friend Dan. So, I, at some point, we just need to have a podcast where we talk about our favorite Christmas things, like favorite Christmas movies and songs and all that, because I think it'd be interesting for us to just get it all out there so people know. Um, These are a few of my favorite things. So, my we're also favorite, putting out an album. That's right. That you can find <laughs> on the Etsy's. That's right. Uh, <laughs> My, I have three or four favorite Christmas carols, but my favorite Christmas carol is Oh Holy Night. Mm-hmm. It's my mm-hmm. favorite one. Great. And when it is sung well, there's nothing like Crushes it. And it, when yeah. it is sung terribly, it is one of the worst things in the world. Um, there is a very close All the Feels moment for me when Elizabeth Bennett sings this song because she's got a good voice, at least whoever's singing in the studio does. It's her. It is her. It okay. is her. Um, and she's nailing it, but the problem is it's like... There's too much that is going on in my head to keep it from being a full all the feels moment. It really should have been, but this is the finale, and the, it's not even the last night of the festival. Mm-mm. Why is the finale one verse and a chorus of acapella? Oh, holy night! Like, just a few things about it just 
just undercut it from being a moment that would have been for me and all the feels moments. So close, but no cigar. But she goes hard on the hardest Christmas song. Can we agree that's the hardest Christmas oh, yeah. song to sing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go yeah. in those upper range octaves. And you can't honesty, do it. Josh Groban had a beard and was in the movie. He could have sung it himself. <laughs> like he does the best version. He played Mr. Darcy, right? Close. No, no, he didn't. No. Okay, I'm sorry about that. I thought it was him. Josh, next time. I disagree. Maybe next I time. think Christmas Shoes is the hardest Christmas song to sing. Well, that's because it's hard to get through it with a straight face. <laughs> uh, okay, so for me... Hey, can I just point out, again, Dan doesn't actually do a real all the... No, he does not. I, he do still it really. finds a way to just be a, a doofus about it. Well, yeah, well, you know what would have been all the feels it, if this movie it's was It's my better. favorite Christmas Carol, and she's singing it well, and it still was not good. Uh-huh. I wanted so badly for it to be in all the feels. I did. I wanted it. They Go ahead. It. Couldn't happen. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, it's all good, Dan. Uh, so here's where I'm at with this. There were, for me, there was nothing that really evoked incredibly strong feelings, but the, if I had to pin one moment, it's actually the background of Darcy's aunt and uncle and yeah. just the, his his relationship to this house and his love for the manor, but at the same time, just some of his hangups that he has and uh, just the pressure of his, his father being all business. Like... I really was invested in that storyline. And when he finally resolves that, no, we're not going to get rid of this. Like, I, I did feel that. I felt mm-hmm, that because mm-hmm. I there was that hint of nostalgia. This movie really did have everything now that I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, it had all the feels. <laughs> all uh, and so, but that for me was something that played really well. And I thought it was a really great moment yeah. in the film overall. And I, I thought that was actually a pretty good subplot. And I will say. You can never tell how Dan actually, Panda actually feels about the movie during the hot take segment. But once he gets going in the all the feels, that's when his true colors come out. So if you if you don't know what he's saying in the hot take, it's because in all the feels he's going to set you straight. Yeah, yeah, the, the, it's what I do. And can I say this? I actually do appreciate that they worked that that backstory in throughout the movie. Yes. Now, lots of times you just get it one. Like, this is mm-hmm. a quick snippet of my past. and yeah. this is me. But they actually... Throughout the movie, they kept going back to it, uh, mm-hmm. and it kept using it to kind of tear away the layers that is Darcy. I will say this: as absurd as the Santa plotline is, which we'll get to later, oh gosh, it does at least make sense how caretaker Chris, who Darcy says he's never met, would know all of this stuff about his family. Yeah. Like, they, yeah, in a weird way, they answer the tougher. Like, wait, what's because yeah. they just swing and a miss on the big ones. <laughs> right. Uh, for me, it's just uh, the, the scene of him and Elizabeth decorating the Christmas tree. Um, there's going to be a lot of Christmas tree. Yeah. But the, the conversation that they're having, r- reminiscing about setting up the Christmas tree as kids, yeah. I think we all have those memories uh, that are very fond. And so seeing that and yeah, then that seeing the Christmas scene. tree uh, all done. I, it was the, my first Christmas tree that I've seen uh, as I'm getting excited about Christmas. And it made me want to go put up my own. I'm actually going to wow. say something really bold. That scene with Elizabeth and Darcy when they're setting up the Christmas tree is actually one of my favorite scenes of a Christmas Hallmark movie wow. I've seen. So wow. far, wow! Just gonna throw bold. it out there. It's beautiful. Bold. I, that I was beautifully it was, said. It was, was really bold. good. I it's time it. for our our third segment, which is wait, what? Wait, it's wait. the time of the show where we talk about some of those things that just didn't quite line up, didn't make sense, confuse us just a little bit. And I'll start with my good friend Panda. Can we start off with just the reality that that's not a manner? Like that's not. Wow. Like, it's not. It is not a manner. It's not a manner. No. Like if you watch an actual like Jane Austen <laughs> film. 
Those are, those are, you know, like they made back in Jane Austen's day. People <laughs> <laughs> almost spit cocoa everywhere. Jane Austen wrote Pride and Prejudice like 1813, man. <laughs> they weren't even cameras. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. A Jane Austen film. <laughs> they would paint pictures and flip them all like animation. I don't know much about this Jane, but I know she's not making any movies. That's right. Oh. But she did. Okay. Jane Austen, yeah, that, that's in the, the bonus features of her last DVD. She said, look, my movies are real manners only. <laughs> she just meant manners like, you know, silverware placement and things like that. She did not mean M-A-N-O-R manner. I hate both of you guys. Um, but here's the thing is, you just screwed up on the movie thing. You're right about your point. It's not, <laughs> not a real manner. It's maybe a big house. It's a big house. But even it's when I first saw house. it, it's a pretty house. But yes. when I first saw it, when they first show it, I was like, so when are they going to show the manor? That front lawn. I was confused because they drive at the very beginning, they drive by slowly as they're going into town, and they stop. And I'm still not totally sure why they stopped. Eh. There's not like a stop. But they, they wave to Chris, and then they look at it, and they it's very kind of a long scene and they drive on I was like that was weird but I'm assuming it's going to come out and then it ends up being the house I was like oh okay but also that front yard isn't big enough to host most Baptist church Christmas festivals <laughs> much less a town's Christmas like this is the entire town of Lambden and, and you're telling me they're all going to be in the front yard. I, I mean, we didn't really get to see the backyard. I assume that's kind of where they Though take they the carriage. they made a big deal about how nice it was back there. They did. Yeah. And w- what's wrong with all these other places? Like, that's the best. Like, that's really the best they thing. They have the bait, the bait shack. The bait and tackle shop. <laughs> the bait and tackle shop. And then there's shop. a farm. And there's a farm. Some of the cows are going to have to be moved. <laughs> Maybe that's the biggest house in Lambden. What do you think you just call the biggest house in every town a manor? Do you think that's the deal? <laughs> like if it's just a if it's just a small town, the biggest house, two story, you know, three bath, four bed. I'm pretty, that's a cl- manor. I'm pretty close to having a manor on my street. <laughs> you are, yeah. Looking good here. You guys coming to the gray the manor. Gray manor. That's <laughs> the gray right. manor. Mm, that sounds like a Jane Austen movie. Mm. <laughs> See what I did there? <laughs> she usually wrote the movies first no, no, and the books did. came yeah. afterwards. <laughs> Before just, the Civil War, <laughs> you lost your. It's mind. one of the few times where I say the movies are better than the books. That's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. they just are. That's because they have time for one more. Oh, I always have time for one more. Uh, I'm. <laughs> Why are you in a hurry? I'm not. Let's just let's just revel in the crappiness that is this movie. Um, I, the the. The concert scene for me is one of the most <laughs> unbelievably stupid things I've mm, ever seen in a Hallmark yep. film, which I, I just got to say, like when Chris comes up to her, he's like, maybe this is your big night. Yeah. And like, how is, I don't understand how this was relevant to anything. Like, yeah, they don't make a big deal about her singing, really. Well, not to mention what? this, the, this is when the bo- the boss is in town. She's kind of taken mm-hmm. over. She's very rich. She's taken, she's putting tables where hay was. Big boss lady Jenkins. Big boss lady Jenkins. <laughs> but... But when the when the person who was gonna sing, which what happened? Like I don't know. Every, everybody was out for some reason. Like dudes who were supposed to read the story, who was the local news celebrity, who was a news celebrity when dude was a, when when Darcy was a kid. Which yep. means how is his wife just now having a baby? <laughs> it's what's going on here? It was the kid news. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, what was I saying? Oh, but but they need a singer, and he's just, all right, Elizabeth. Yeah, you this got is it. your moment right here. She's she's really laid back about the singing. Yeah, that's she's right. Yeah, whatever. Else but then she again, she goes hard on the hardest Christmas song. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna do because it's the finale, and I did use air quotes for our listeners out there. <laughs> like on the on the not last night of the festival, it's a finale <laughs> that is a half a song sung a cappella. All right, I I want to be the I'll be this guy. Do it. Th- 
throughout the movie, she's kind of singing, more like talking. Just kind of humming along. And everyone's like, you've got a great voice. (laughs) (laughs) And she goes up there, and I just... I don't think she sounds good. What? I, uh, yeah, I know. I'm okay, sorry. Wait a minute. I'm wait sorry. a minute. She. I thought she nailed it. I. I you disagree. Think she nailed it? No, I, I she, thought she was bitchy on there the. Are she was parts, pitchy. There, you, what's going on right now? She was it's, pitchy. There was parts when she was going. <laughs> her. She was not singing her range. First of all, but second of all, Hallmark Channel has never figured out how to use real music. They haven't no, figured it out. I, no, the the I will say. And by the, real music, what I mean is people in the movie singing. The arrangement was a mess. There's no doubt about that. And nobody should ever sing "Oh Holy Night" a cappella. Like this is all with no go warming back, up. You got to warm up. Those she's chords. Okay. once again. Josh Groban is watching. She is okay at the beginning, <laughs> but when it gets a little bit higher and they she move away, high. they yeah. they move away, and there's some dialogue, but you can still hear. She's almost screaming. It's yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. awful. I would agree with that. I it just meant. I thought so all I'm saying good. is throughout the movie, she's kind of talking. She's like, God rest ye merry gentlemen. And someone walks up. Like, she was not you doing God that. Out of <laughs> rest ye merry gentlemen. Are we doing jazz hands? It was a spice. Sp- sp- <laughs> Nothing ye dismay. She's, like, she's doing some spoken word. <laughs> Sir, I want to buy these shoes. <laughs> For my mama, please. See, that's why it's the toughest one to sing right there. <laughs> Christmas Eve. Mm. Well, and the thing is, is these these shoes are just her size. They're the only ones left. Ba-na-na-na. Um Was that it? I'm sorry. We yeah, kinda, yeah, I mean, were, that, that's all I really... I could go on. There's two, more. Yeah, there's, those are two. We could talk about the coffee shop being outside. Yeah. I don't understand yeah. that, but continue on, yeah. Dan. Who's next? I'll go. Okay. Are you taking Santa? Um, we're going to talk about Santa, and I don't care if you bring you it up. You know what? Santa's going to be its own thing. We're just going to... Okay, going to be... R- come back around to Santa. Gotcha. Santa, yeah. Santa doesn't count. Santa's Deal. His, Santa's his own thing. You do your two, I'll do my two, and then we'll talk about Santa. So they're walking around this town, uh, Elizabeth and uh, William are, mm-hmm. shopping. There is not a soul to be found. Nope. Mm-mm. It Ghost is the week, of, it yep. is the week of Christmas. And Every, everybody should be out shopping. I've got a theory... Okay. They have all the bags and the stuff. Yeah, all the bags. Yeah, all of them. And they just keep... At one point, he puts the bags in the car, and then they cut back to him, and he has more bags in his hand. <laughs> Did you notice that scene? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and then my second way, what is is the the water main? So yeah. the water main breaks yeah, and somehow causes the gazebo to go underground. There's a like sinkhole. A sinkhole. That city has larger problems. Yeah, it does. I just, it may, it may be, I'm, maybe it's my naivete showing mm-hmm. about all things water. Yeah. Means, but I just don't know what, what would have to happen. You would have for, to ignore that water main break for a long, like an extended period of time. So I don't know how long George has been mayor. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he wasn't briefed oh. that. Yeah. Briefed he, on he, that. He didn't know about the water main. He didn't no, know about he the water. Didn't. It was the last guy's problem and he la- chose not to fix it. Yeah. They briefed him on day one about it, and he just yeah. said, ah, we'll handle Dude, it when later. You, when you get sworn in as mayor of Lambden, you go yeah. right into the, the room, and yep. they start telling you about all the things you yep. didn't know yep. about. It's a different job. It's a hard job, a it thankless a, job. It yep. is a hard it job. Is. But here's, here's the crazy thing. First day, get that Christmas festival planned, buddy. Yeah, that's right. And Don't worry said, about the gazebo and, going underground. And everybody was like, <laughs> it's just one day. What's the big deal? No, no. Now when I'm mayor, it's going to be a whole week event. <laughs> That's what I ran and my... And the finale's going to be on day three. That's what I... <laughs> hear me out. It's a midweek finale. That's what I ran my campaign on. 
<laughs> Midweek finale, George 2020. <laughs> what, what is he doing? Dan, what you got? Oh, my goodness. So here's the thing. Lambton's a small town, right? Yeah. Do yeah. we all agree on that? All I want is the marshmallows at the bottom of my cup, and I just can't I got can't plenty right here. Plenty well, of mallows. You want some of those? No, I just, I, I they all sunk. Yeah. I drank the whole drink. This is great. No, this is great stuff. You guys here. can see it. This. Yep. <laughs> so, did you get them? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just slowly but surely. There they go. Wow. Mm, thank goodness. Was it worth it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. So we can all agree that the city of Lambden is a small town, correct? Correct. The level of snow is very inconsistent for a small town. <laughs> you can be in the middle of downtown and the streets are dry and there's a dusting and you go a couple of blocks over to the manor, three feet of snow. Mm-hmm. Three feet of snow, and then here's the thing. Then the manor's cleared off, it's a dusting, and then all of a sudden, Darcy's trying to get home, and there is a 10-foot pile of snow right in front of his <laughs> well, car. Well, here's the thing. Like, right before that, Darcy's at the airport. You get, like, <laughs> it's dry. And, 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 and uh, what, what was the guy's name? Timmy? What was his assistant's uh, name? Timmy Watson. Timmy Watson. <laughs> Timmy, Timmy Watson says, hey, we can't it's, go because of the snow. And he's like, it's, it's clearing up. It's Travis. Uh-oh, it's not clearing yeah, up yeah. because just a couple minutes. That's right. There's literally <laughs> just a thunder snow. It is, it is just thunder. In, in, in a small town, how can we go from nothing, dusting, 10 feet of snow? And, like, it was laughable. Like, his car, it was almost like he pulled into They, just, they just kind of expected us to take their word oh, for it. Oh, the weather's bad. They come back from commercial. <laughs> he, uh, he's evidently, he's left. But That's right. We don't know what's happening. It looked like he pulled into happened. a snow parking lot. <laughs> like, it looked just like mounds of it snow. It was Timmy. It was Timmy's first day. Oh, it was really, really bad. Um, so that's that's one. Um, I've got a bunch. I'm trying to think of the best one to do. Um, I have to, I have to talk about um, when they first go to Pemberley Manor and they meet Chris, the the caretaker. We'll talk about Santa in a second. But but Darcy gets really mad because he goes, Chris, why have you decorated for Christmas? Why have you done this? <laughs> We're going to sell this place. Why have you decorated? I'm really angry. And then they pan out and you see. No decorations <laughs> and three ornaments in a random tree. <laughs> and the tree is not connected to the house. It is there on the side of the house. There's nothing on the house. And in just a random, like, oak tree, it's not even a Christmas tree, there are three ball ornaments <laughs> just hanging there. And it's like, oh, no, we're supposed to have the thing decorated. What are we going to do, Larry? Well, I don't know, but I'm about to call action. <laughs> like, I, what, what in the world, guys? Hang them over that. <laughs> That's right. Get them. Stop. Give me all the ornaments you got. <laughs> We oh, got there's three. three of them? Okay, make the them The rest big. aren't coming until tomorrow. <laughs> like, I, I just, I paused it. I was like, look at this. Look what's going on here. Mm, bad news. Oh, maybe that's boy. how Chris decorates up in the North Pole. We Guys, all think it's super mm, festive, but maybe it's not. Let's yeah. talk about Chris. Did Can, anyone see it coming? Um, well, I will say this. That he's, this is not a... What is he? Maybe Santa, which happens a few times. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a he almost comes he is, out right out and says it. He is Santa Claus. He is Santa like, he Claus. Is the <laughs> Santa Claus. The reason I didn't see it coming is because he's kind of an off-putting Santa. I think he's what Doctor Phil imagined Santa would be. <laughs> like he's got like a Southern accent and he wants to confront everybody about their problems. Yeah, <laughs> like he's not like just benevolent all the time. He's like, hey, let me tell you right here, your problem is you grew up. Like, what, what are you talking about, dude? Just. Just mend the grounds. The, Just don't, don't even worry about it. I think the reason I, I was surprised that, that he actually was Santa was the names were all Jane Austen characters that had nothing to do with their character, and then they named him Chris, and I was like, oh, it'll have nothing to do with Santa yeah. Claus, in keeping with the theme of the film. <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> oh, Chris with a K. Yep. Of course. 
Chris Kringle. It blew my mind. I just, <laughs> I was like, who directed this? Is this well, M. Night Shyamalan? I did. It, <laughs> it blew my mind. You know, when I started to think something else was wrong, and I'm just not going to use this as a what the hallmark, that we only see two older males in this film. Two. Mm-hmm. Chris, does anybody know the other one? It's the guy driving the carriage, oh, horse-drawn yeah, yeah, yeah. carriage, and he also looks like he Santa Claus. Also has a full white beard. And so I'm thinking maybe in Lambden, like there's a there's a law or an ordinance, a city ordinance. Like if you live here and you're over 65, you, you have look to like do your Santa. best Santa Claus impression. I did find it like the, I, I guess the only thing that was like hinting towards it is when they were asking him to be Santa and they're like, well, we don't have the costume. He says, oh, I might have some things lying around. I thought it was kind of weird. Like, <laughs> But I surely didn't jump to, oh, he's Santa. I will say it almost did draw a laugh for me. They, it was the closest thing to comedy in the film on purpose uh, was when he was like, oh, do you know anybody that looks like Santa? Uh, I don't know. Uh, you mean I look like Santa? What are you talking about? I don't look like Santa. But what was it like? <laughs> I loved it. It was so on the nose. Yeah. It was very was just like, very of course they're going to do it. it. It really did. It really did blow my mind. When it, when he walked out of the woods, I was like, what's that homie guy? What's he doing? <laughs> and then he stays this, guy's, in, this guy's weirder than I thought. <laughs> he stays in the Santa outfit all day. Yeah. Do you know? Because they do the big Santa thing, and then they come back late at night, and he they've not done anything for a while, and he's still in the outfit, and you're like, wait a minute. At that point, the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> this like, man is either crazy, or he is Chris Kringle. He is one of the other. Those are the only two options. What if this is a Miracle on 34th Street crossover? Ooh. That'd be interesting. It would blow my mind. Yeah. Chris Fitzpatrick. Jane Austen would have loved to direct that one. <laughs> it's time for what the hallmark is. The time of the show where we uh, maybe wonder what would have happened after the credits, or maybe before the credits. Some things that we'd like to know more about that we can dream about, guys. We can we can really mm. put our our writers' caps on, yeah, and come up with some ideas here. I'm going to start with Panda, guys. One of my favorite parts of this entire film, and maybe this is a cynical dark side of me, was watching George get friend zoned the entire movie. Wow. Uh, Dude, he was. Let's talk about, about can, can this. Can we? Are we like? We're all. Is anybody in here Team George? I'm I, Team George. I, You're I, Team George. I, yeah, I like Team George. You're Team George, even though you liked him getting friend zoned the whole movie. Uh, oh yeah, I mean it was <laughs> enjoyable to watch. Nailed it. <laughs> it was enjoyable to watch. I okay. like him, but I love seeing him in misery. Yeah. <laughs> so neither one of you are Team George. No, no, I was making fun of him. Oh, I got you. I'm in. You are Team George. Yes. You don't know what you are. This whole movie, I'm like, I don't see any downside. No, he's George like the beta man. male Clark Kent. Like he just is like, man, I don't know. I don't want to ask her out. I don't want to do anything. Don't make me. Hey, plan this. I'm the mayor, but there's a sinkhole. It's swollen the whole town. Well, my Not thing my is, problem. My, my thing is like, if you don't want me to like him, make him uglier. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's no. He was, but a, stunning, he was a nice guy too. Yeah. he was a nice guy. Like, here's the thing. They had. Oh. T- they were. They were two good. Two good boys. There were two. It was just actually the alternate title. Of the movie. <laughs> this is right. Two, two good, good boys. boys. There's two good boys in this two, movie. Two good boys, a Jane Austen tale. And it's like even 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 bad boy is a good boy. Uh, like at heart, he don't want anybody heart. to know about it. Yeah, right. Yeah, he's he like can, yeah. he's grumpy, but he's got a smirk on it Speaking while he's being of grumpy. Which, and I just thought of this. It's not in my notes. That, is there an agreement between he and the newspaper that he can go out during the day and they won't snap any pictures, <laughs> but at night he's got to stay indoors? Because he's out all day every day, and then like at night he comes out for one thing and they take a picture. What's he's that like, oh, man. I was firmly Team Darcy. George, no. I'm, I'm at out. no point? At no point was I Team George. At so you any weren't point. cheering for him? Not at all. I wasn't actually cheering. He was kind a of a get- doofus. I just wanted there to be any sort of... 
thing there. I like, wanted. To, I wanted they kept to like, oh, he's finally going to do it, and he never actually did. But it was he only one sided. Like it, that's because he's George. Like he just he, he was friend zoned from the beginning. From the very beginning, but I was really hoping he'd find love. <laughs> yeah, Good I, talk. Just, I, I just, I just, <laughs> I can't say that. No, no, no. Good for no, you. No, I, I will, I will say. I'm hoping that there's a, a movie with George. I actually, not George, but the guy who played George. I like him. I'd like to see the, him. The acting job was actually solid. I like yeah, to see no, him. Do I thought things. he was. Yeah, he yeah. was funny. He made me laugh. I, I want to know what happens with George. Yeah, I'd I like, hope he finds love. So you mentioned this a little Cheering bit, for but, you, but I would like um, the uh, Darcy's aunt and uncle sound delightful. They mm, sound like they've got. Prequel. They sound like they've got Christmas down. I would like a Darcy aunt and uncle, uncle, uncle and aunt Darcy's Christmas time flavor. Yeah, uh, no, that sounds come great. Out, come out in 2019. I'd really like that. Wow. Mm. You want me to give it a go? Give it. So give I, it I, you go. did bring up the coffee stand earlier, and I want to know. <laughs> I want to know who founded this coffee stand. I want to know his backstory because basically, in what appears to be a freezing cold town, but I'm not sure, <laughs> he has put a a stand up with no sort of shelter of any kind. He's selling coffee for a dollar, and the line always disappears. <laughs> so, and I need to say that just so you understand what I'm saying. The line doesn't disappear like it goes quickly, like. People disappear, right? Like Travis jumps in line and there's other people there that aren't from the two groups, right? And then you see Elizabeth go to the car and in the background, you just see the other three cast members standing there <laughs> like they're posing for a family photo, no line at the coffee shop. And then they go back to the coffee shop and there's people in line again. And then all of a sudden he goes, hey, they're all gone. They're, they're all gone. So I need to know, I want to know about the Lambden coffee shop. I want the backstory. I, well, I want everything. I, I can tell you the backstory. Please the, do. The coffee shop uh, is actually in the town square, and this just dry- <laughs> people are just falling through the ground. It's like a, the it's water main, problems. it's a sinkhole problem, and it's a disaster. And they got to get a handle on it. But George, is that why they're able to fit everyone at Pemberley Manor because everyone's everyone, disappearing? Everyone's full. Yeah. <laughs> How small is this town? <laughs> it's it's. I, no, that's gonna be that's gonna be packed. We got people from New York coming down. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's like five. <laughs> there's like a dozen people in the crowd. Max. If I was from New York City and I'm like, there's gonna be a freaking banger down there. That's in right. Man, I go down there. There's 20 people. I'm like, what? Yeah. Every old guy looks like Santa. There's sinkholes everywhere. George is running the land. What type of alternative universe did I just walk oh, into? Oh my goodness! It sounds like an apocalyptic Christmas. It does yeah. a little bit. The ghost of Pemberley Manor. Oh, like oh, it's a Halloween flick. Mm, yeah, it's closer to Halloween than Christmas right now. <laughs> Speak for yourself. No, that's that's just a fact. Speak <laughs> for yourself. Got it. <clears throat> uh, did you have any more? I do have one more. Yeah. Um, I want to know some of the terms of this particular manor sale, like the deal between these two companies. <laughs> um, because I've got a, like a series of questions. Yeah. Uh, first of all, we don't know who the other company is, but apparently they're very concerned <laughs> about the liability of people of, walking of on the people grass. people being like on the grass and hearing the nightmare before Christmas, or the, not the nightmare, the night before Christmas. <laughs> this is Halloween. Yeah. So, but the reason they don't want the last night of the festival to take place, which is only basically there's, a, there's just a, a story being read and right. people walking around, is there's a, liabil- a liability issue. Um, I don't or, know. And can I tell you why? The real Santa Claus is there. Yeah. He's flying in with his reindeer. Of course, yeah, yeah. Well, if they had known that, then they'd have a different story. They had, right. they had the insider. Yeah. Um, and also, what, what kind of deal is it that gets signed? Yeah. Like the papers are done. Okay. And, and, then I can, and, done and deal. this is how I understand it. The board <laughs> says we're selling. 
Yeah. Yes. He goes down. A week early for some reason. For some reason. You can research to, all that at your own place. To, to <laughs> sign the papers. He signs the papers. It's got to be ratified. Only for those papers to go back to the board and, where he came from. And then he, yeah, he's been gone. He could have stayed where he was. They don't and have then, fax machines. And then he convinces them. If I was he, the board, I'd be ticked. But he convinces this board, the, the, uh, clearly a bunch of dummies, that even though the papers, the ink is dry, the papers have been signed, there's still a vote. <laughs> he convinces them to all vote against the thing that they asked for and the contracts have been signed. Yes. That he spent a week not researching while other, he was in Pemberley. Imagine being this other company. That, <laughs> just being like, what? I mean, and clearly they're a serious company. They're worried about the liability of four-year-olds hearing a Christmas tale of some sort. Wait, no, not Pemberley. Not the people who own, oh, not Darcy Worldwide. <laughs> no, I'm confused. No, the people Worldwide. <laughs> yeah, Pitbull. Uh, Pitbull was actually <laughs> the guy in charge in, he's in of the Darcy board. Worldwide. He's it's the Darcy board. and Mr. Worldwide. Isn't that the name of the Step company? In the room. Darcy yes, Worldwide? it is. It is, but it just came to my mind. <laughs> um, so I would like to see that movie. Oh, it is. It is. If uh, Pitbull is Dar- in, Darcy and Pitbull. Is there any out. way Sinbad could be in it? Like as a, <laughs> some comedic sidekick? No. Yeah. Sure. Okay. I mean, why not? Yeah, I, he's free. <laughs> he's, he can't be booked, right? So the company that's buying it from Darcy Mr. Worldwide, <laughs> that that company is the one that cares about the liability of right. the manor. And also, the ink is dry. They've signed to buy it. And all of a sudden, they've been told they're not going to get why it. Why would they be concerned about the liability, though, if they still actually don't own the company <laughs> that's, or the property? That I just, is why I need to know more information. I need to know the company. I, I'd like a... Maybe a legal courtroom drama about the sale of or the non-sale of Pemberley Manor. Did you or did you not? Boom, 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 boom. Darcy Worldwide claims to have not sold sold Pemberley Manor to no one who is present. <laughs> Jameson and Company hates kids. Oh Who's going to win? Mm. Guys, I think that does it. Wow! Yeah. Can you believe if it? If it doesn't, I don't know what does. I don't know. Santa's mailbag's empty, huh? Uh, I mean, I could make something up, but yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's empty. Empty. you can email us at the podcast at gmail.com. And we will, if you ask us a question there, we will answer it. That's true. <laughs> Maybe it's going to spam. Maybe it's, going <laughs> to spam. it's just we're not getting the emails. Uh, we've got so many movies coming oh, up. Oh, yes, we uh, do. Next weekend. It's a, it's it's a first threefer. threefer. A threefer. Can I tell you about those three? Please can do. I, can, can I grab them real quick? We've got three great movies. There's going to be one that's on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. So if you don't have that channel yet, Dan. I got gonna, it. I paid right, the $5 right. a month for it. Great. Uh, next week, on November 3rd, we got Christmas Joy, mm. which I'm just over... Enjoyed for you nailed it uh, on the Hallmark Channel, and then on Sunday the fourth, we've got Road to Christmas on the Hallmark Channel, and Marrying Father Christmas on Hallmark Movies and Mystery, mm. and that movie, my friends, is a big, big deal. Why? It is the third part. Oh of goodness. a three-part series. We had uh, Finding Father Christmas. We had Engaging Father Christmas. Oh and goodness. this year, fellas, we get to finally marry, marry Father, Father Christmas. Christmas. Have you seen the other two? I have. Are uh, they great? I had, yeah, well. Uh, are they going to show up? <laughs> are they going to show up? The middle part's a little draggy. <laughs> look, I guarantee you I will watch the third one and be caught up you're in gonna five minutes You're going to be okay. But we do have a guest that day that loves those movies. Ooh. And she's going to be able to help us with the, the whole Wow, thing. thank goodness. 
goodness. Guys, the response, I, I know we say this all the time, has been unbelievable. It's so cool to hear from everybody on Twitter Thousand and Instagram. by Thanksgiving, it's happening right Thousand now. Thousand by Thanksgiving. <laughs> Leave us a rating or a review. Uh, come find us, talk to us, ask us questions. We love talking with you come guys. Come find us. Speak on for the, On the socials. You just gave out your gray man or last name, <laughs> this guy. Good luck. Come mm. on. Come find me. <laughs> You'll be you'll be uh, taken aback by the manor. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll find the manor and they'll be like, this, Wait, "Surely no, this isn't." No, no, no. <laughs> we don't get shot, uh, guys. I think we did it. Mm. Hey, Again. I want to start a side uh, podcast where we just review Jane Austen movies. <laughs> Bye, guys. We'll be back next week. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas.